You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. It's time for Ring of Connor and Supercard of Connor, and we preview everything you need to know about the Tony Conlad Supercard of Honor this Friday night at 9 p.m. at the Curtis Caldwell Center in Dallas, Texas, here on Pure of Ring of Honor Retrospective Podcast. Once again, welcome to Pure, a Ring of Honor retrospective podcast here on the Count Out Podcast Network. I am Sean Taggart, joining you once again to talk about Ring of Honor, its current status of being a feeder for AEW, its own promotion. But we do know one thing. We do know that upcoming Friday, this Friday, April 1st, no, this isn't an April Fool's joke, but there is a Super Card of Honor live from the Curtis Goldwell Center in Austin, uh, in Dallas, Texas, excuse me, as they kick off their WrestleMania week with what seems to be a joint thing between Tony Khan, who recently purchased this, and following up on some of the plans for the end of the Sinclair era here, where um, there's going to be some Sinclair-infused uh processes and thoughts in this show but this is really a tony khan show through and through um i think AEW production team is going to be involved in this show i think that you're going to see some of the cameras you're going to see something here that makes it look and feel like AEW. but this is strictly tony khan's you know way of you know giving the old regime a way to say goodbye before really going into it and really starting his own thing we'll talk about what that all means later on the show as of this recording, um, there are five announced matches for the show, and we'll go through each one, and then plus we'll talk about what else there could be. Um, we have Deanna Perazzo as your Ring of Honor Women's Champion. We have Rhett Titus as your Ring of Honor Television Champion. But you can't also forget we have The Righteous as your Ring of Honor Six-Man Tag Champion still looking for matches. Um, and as of Saturday morning when uh, we are recording this episode, we do know that between Impact owner Scott Demore and uh, AEW and now Ring of Honor owner Tony Khan, there was discussions to at least bring Deanna in to defend the title. She does have a show a couple, an hour later, um, part of WrestleCon for Impact at the Multiverse of Matches. She is uh, doing her open challenge before the Reyes de Reyes Arena title or the Ring of Honor Women's Championship. There's really no true call on what side that's going to go with or what the decision is for that title um, coming into the show. We know Rhett Titus is actually booked uh, this past Saturday Pro Wrestling Magic against Vinny Pacifico, um, but we don't know what his WrestleMania weekend plans are. And Vincent is part of the Ultimate X match in uh, the multiverse of matches for Impact um, but we do also have a lot of fun and exciting things going on at WrestleMania weekend. Make sure you listen to the Count Out Podcast uh, Network's uh, podcasts of your choice. I know Independent Orders. I know How to Talk to Your Friends About Wrestling. Your Dose of Death will be all. Ring Post Radio even probably will be covering some of the events that happened during uh, WrestleMania week as we kind of focus in on Supercard of Honor here. 
let's talk about um, what we know since uh, we last left off here at um, the last episode that we talked about recent news in Ring of Honor where Tony Khan purchased the company, which surprised a lot of people across the wrestling landscape. It kind of give give gives you the idea of just how big this is and how this gives Ring of Honor its third or fourth lease on life. If you really think about it, you have uh, when Carrie Silken really took over and took the everything away from uh, Rob Feinstein back in 2004 and really gave them a push that they needed to go to the next level. Um, you do have HDNet really giving them the lease on life, giving them the ability to showcase their product on a national level, uh, be it a small base. And then you do have Sinclair buying out uh, Carrie Silken and really putting it under their umbrella, giving it a syndicated television home, which they you know, were in more homes than before with HGNet. So you have that ability. Um, and now you have Tony Khan. So it is their fourth lease on life, if you really think about it. So um, Ring of Honor gets another say in the uh, war and the race in terms of you know a promotion to watch. So we have that going for them. Um, Beer City Bruiser did mention while he does want to be part of the re- new relaunch Ring of Honor, all the, the contract talent co- talent contract, excuse me, ended on March on uh, March first, April uh, March second. Uh, Tony Khan announced that he purchased Ring of Honor, so he doesn't have any overhead with any of the talent that was still under contract because they're not anymore. Um, we've seen an influx of people, you know, wanting to see Shane Taylor promotions, including Carrie Silken himself involved. I hope Carrie himself is, you know, going to be there sitting at ringside being, uh, one to present, um, the ring of honor title to the eventual winner. I hope he is there, you know, as an ambassador of ring of honor for years to come. I do think, you know, having him there and having an important voice like he has is beneficial to that company because it's a face you recognize. You see, you saw him around all the shows, um, really around the ring and watching them very closely and stuff like that, being involved in crowning a new champion, uh, handing the title over to that new champion. So I kind of want certain things to stay the same. Um, Enric Abani, when the sale happened, was surprised that it even happened. He had no idea this was coming. He's hoping to still have a job, and I hope he still does too. I'd like a dream team of him, uh, Excalibur, and Taz, actually, because Taz has been having a lot of fun doing commentary for AEW. I'd like to see those three do something for Supercard, and maybe a combination of Caprice and Ian still stay on the uh, stick uh, for the future events and stuff like that. But uh, Ian's been around uh, New Japan of America doing some stuff for them. So it's good to see him still getting some gigs on the announcing side, but I hope he still stays um, with Ring of Honor. hope we see more of him in Ring of Honor in uh, years and months to come. So there's a lot of still what-ifs. You know, we do know that Tony originally came into this not wanting, well, wanting to do the show uh, April 1st, Supercard of Honor, but really felt the need to just check with his partners at Warner Media to make sure it was okay because technically he's competing with his own company in Rampage uh, at 10 o'clock that night, Eastern Time. So he just wanted to make sure that, you know, they were all on board and on the same page. They could run this show. Um, really, there's no issues. They don't want to do this going forward. They want to be mindful of when Ring of Honor and AEW have their own separate events so they aren't competing and it isn't separating Tony's time between both companies. Um, So we're going to see some changes around that. 
there's still no word. I know Sinclair wanted to do a taping right after Super Card of Honor in the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia. My feeling and my gut around all that is we might see like super tapings between Dark and Ring of Honor in Orlando uh, Universal Studios um, when that all gets settled out for where Ring of Honor is going to be for the time being. I don't know. Um, they're they're airing on traditional pay per view. They're airing on Honor Club. They're airing on Fight uh, this weekend. But for future events and stuff like that, for future television and stuff like that, where are they going to go? Sinclair obviously doesn't own the rights to their syndicated program anymore, so they won't be airing any of that programming on uh, Ring of Honor. Uh, won't be airing Ring of Honor Wrestling on their networks anymore. So there's one less. Uh, piece of the puzzle for that aspect if you really think about it um there's also just a lot of uncertainty of what ring of honor is going to become we do see a lot of aw uh talent on this card uh shane strickland who was recently assigned after he was announced for super card of honor we do see um jay lethal lee moriarty they're gonna have a match against one another uh, rumors have it that you know Jonathan Gresham has signed with uh, Tony Khan Inc. Whatever that means in terms of maybe just Ring of Honor, maybe a combination of AEW and Ring of Honor. There's going to be some um, more fallout, I'm sure, after Super Card of Honor airs, and we see how that unfolds. Um, but I'm expecting a few tricks up of Tony Khan's sleeves because he wants to make sure that he puts his impact pretty quickly on this new Ring of Honor. And he wants to make sure that, you know, he has the final say and we get to see, you know, what happens. There's still the uncertainty of, like I said, to start off the show, the titles uh, situation between um, the TV title, the six man tag title and the woman's title. Like I also stated, at least for the woman's title side, uh, Impact and Tony Khan officials um, from Impact and Tony Khan mainly got the more. And Tony have been talking back and forth about what this all means. Um, and if this is possible, that they can get Deanna on the show. Um, but do I plan on them having Deanna drop the title? Likely. Uh, just because of the whole big picture is Tony Khan probably is going to use this as a feeder development system for AEW, um, which isn't a bad thing. Uh, it's good to have some sort of feeder system, getting him a little bit more eyes on the independent talent that's in there instead of giving those talent that comes in for a darker elevation tape and getting squashed in two, three minutes. They can have a more robust uh, style match where they can actually you know, understand the talent that they're looking at rather than hoping for the best. Um, and that two, three minutes to really get an understanding of who they are as a talent Maybe this is a good opportunity for them to bring in guys like Violence is Forever to give them a deeper look as they were on Elevation recently. Giving guys like, um, you know, there's just certain people that you can give deeper looks now with this Ring of Honor that you probably weren't going to give under the umbrella of Dark and Dark Elevation. So there's that to look forward to. Um, there's also the big dream match that, you know, kind of uh, the seeds were planted at. Uh, final battle and we thought initially that this match was going to happen in an AEW ring i know joey janela talked uh on twitter about wanting this for hammerstein but uh tony khan said no um, we didn't see it for a while in AEW, and then all of a sudden now we have this announcement and i guess this is a great match to start talking about for the ring of honor tag team titles the briscoes of jm mark briscoe will take on cash wheeler and dax harwood better known as ftr 
for the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles. I think this is a match that a lot of people were hoping would happen in the Ring of Honor ring if they had a choice. Um, Ring of Honor, you know, we see what the Briscoes have done on the independent scene, really bringing in that old school style Briscoes that we saw when they first uh, came to the scene, really focusing more on the, you know, advanced uh, hardcore style that they've run, um, especially in GCW with their matches against uh, the Hate Club, against SGC, teams like that. They, you know, uh, the Rejects, they really showcase themselves as that old um, hardcore style team that everyone loves and misses. But I think you're going to see a traditional match here. They can also run that style. We've seen them just win the NWA Crockett Cup. Um, so they have a shot now at the NWA tag team title. So they're going to get their name around there and they're going to be around on the independent circuit in the NWA. Um, I, I like this as a, I think, you know, if the main event or the ROH world title was in Gresham Bandito, I think this could main event. And this still has a possibility of main eventing. I think it slightly is a bigger opportunity for these two teams to really let it out and showcase just great tag team wrestling you know briscoes have had their history with uh some of the other teams in AEW, like the young bucks like red, uh, red dragon like um best friends and so, so on and so forth but it would be nice to see them in the ring with a team like ftr i think their style will match up and mesh very well with one another i think you know the time for talk is over um is now like a good time to put up or shut up my prediction in this match is an ftr title win uh, just because, honestly, I do think, you know, Tony wants to, as we've heard rumors, Tony wants to cut ties with um, the Briscoes based on a Warner Media request. Let's see if that holds up here in Ring of Honor. Um, Ring of Connor, whatever you want to call it. I like to call it that just because of Tony Khan. But, you know, it'll be interesting. Um, I do think you're going to get a very good, long, drawn-out tag match. I'm very excited for it. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, like I really feel there's going to be a lot of good coming out of that match and I think a long term future for that tag team title um, will be excellent we'll start on with a couple of non-title matches here we'll start with the first one that was announced during a Tuesday uh, March 1st uh, conversation on the uh, Choose Your Honor uh, Ring of Honor Facebook group or Ian Riccoboni and Denise Salcedo, who at this point we know is still scheduled to be the host of the show. As we know, um, Quinn McKay uh, moved over to Greener Pastures. It is now the ring announcer for NXT Level Up. But um, Denise was there to announce Shane Swerve Strickland against Alex Zane. As we all know now, Shane Strickland is a member of the AEW roster. Actually lost last night, uh, Friday night on Rampage to the FDW champion Ricky Starks. A bit cheating a little bit much, Ricky? Come on. But, you know, this is going to be a great match. I think Alex Zane really found his legs again since leaving, uh, getting released from WWE. It took him a little bit um, to get those legs back, but he's finally gotten them, and I think he has a chance to really prove himself as one of the premier talent on the independent scene right now. Uh, Strickland, it's nice to see him back out on a, you know, level where... He'll be appreciated a little bit more, and he'll be booked uh, very strongly, and he'll also be booked to be one of the stronger individuals in this company. It's nice to see that. It's also nice to see um, Tony keep this match. I think it was important to keep certain matches, and this is one of them. 
Uh, I, I do think it gives you the flavor of this could be a tryout match for Zane. Um, this could give him an, them an idea of what he can bring to the table. Uh, I do think if they do decide to bring in Zane for a little bit more looks and stuff like that, Ring of Honor is the best place for him to do that. Um, you get to have him be himself. You don't have to worry about like cutting him down a few minutes on darker elevation. You just have him loose and do his things. He's coming off that uh, eye injury after his do-or-die death match against Jimmy Lloyd in California a couple months ago. So it'll be nice to see him back in the ring and hopefully a little bit more healthier uh, and really refocus, re-energize, and ready to really fight and go. Um, but I'm really excited for this match. I think Strickland wants to prove that he still has it in terms of you know pre-wrestling ability. We did, um, if anyone hasn't checked it out yet, check out his Defy match against Nick Wayne. That was a very good match in itself. Um, really, you know, Shane ha- is back, and it's good to see him back in it and thriving in a pretty much crowded field now. Um, I think he still has a lot to prove and a lot to offer, but, you know, he's doing it right now on a national stage with an AAW and giving the opportunity here at uh, Ring of Honor, at Supercard of Honor. I think the sky's the limit for him, and this match is going to be excellent. Uh, We move on to the next uh, singles match here. This one was originally announced for the first Terminator show, and due to travel issues, uh, Jay Lethal couldn't make it, but we get finally Jay Lethal versus Lee Moriarty. Moriarty will have um, Matt Seidel in his corner. Uh, Seidel recently announced that he has a knee injury, so he is out for a little bit. But it's going to be good to see this match. I think when you heard Lethal have his weird conversation after Death Before Dishonor Night 2, really going into some of the conversations that maybe hinted that Ring of Honor wasn't going to be here for the long haul until the purchase. Um, you really felt that he was, you know, looking at a guy like Moriarty to continue the charge and bring in that nature and that proof that the foundation is something um, that is necessary for the good of professional wrestling, for the downright necessity of professional wrestling. So you have that um, here, right here, and you get to see these two actually wrestle one another, which I'm excited about. You know, uh, Lethal has been kind of a head scratcher in terms of assigning for AEW. I think he might be one of the guys that, you know, goes down to the Ring of Honor ranks if they do decide to go that route and really focus on training and also being like a mentor down there. It's not a shot in the arm against him, but like he's just meddling right now. He's not really doing much on AEW. He had that uh, big loss on Dynamite last Wednesday against uh, Adam Cole though Cole used a low blow and cheat to win. But it's still one of those head-scratcher signings to me that didn't truly make sense when you have guys coming up that easily are lapping him, like a Keith Lee, like a Shane Swerve Strickland, some of the other guys that have come in here and signed. You, you're making the point of him, you know, coming in here as a big deal, but quickly it's kind of went to the back burner. He's kind of... Uh, alluded to he needs to figure out why he's losing and how to win again um and he needs something needs to change for him Uh, a lot of people speculate that he's going to return to the black machismo character which i hope not but i do think like there's a lot to really dive into here um and really enjoy uh with this match i mean i think their styles are pretty much one of the same i think you know gresham i'm sorry uh, Mor- Moriarty has a lot to prove here. He's been doing really well lately in AEW. I mean, he's 
taken some sporadic independent bookies mainly for enjoy wrestling in pittsburgh but you really do want to see more of him on a stage like a ring of honor and i think this is the best opportunity for him to be um showcased at the level that i think he deserves to be so you're gonna get that match here and i think it's really one of those matches that can go either way but i do think um moriarty picks up the win here um i think it's a good opportunity for him to showcase that he is the future of this business and he is the future of the AEW ring of honor uh triforce that they're or whatever they're trying to do here with the two companies we then go on to another title match here and this one is also a very interesting matchup wheeler yuda takes on ring of honor pure champion josh the goods woods in a pure match for the pure title I'm excited to see this title actually being used and defended on a Supercard of Connor show. I didn't know what titles were going to stick around, so it's nice to see that the pure title, at least for this show, is being defended. And I'm excited that Wheeler Yuta gets the opportunity to take what he's been doing the past few weeks on Dynamite, really showcasing his aggressiveness a little bit, his aggression a little bit more after uh, William Regal slapped the shit out of him and, uh, really gives him the opportunity to become a wrestler. We saw him really push away from the best friends last week, uh, which is finally a good thing because if you really look at the whole nature of that storyline, you could have probably said, oh, that's probably going to be Trent leaving best friends. But thank God it was Wheeler. It made the most sense. And uh, we get to see Wheeler in his element. We get to see Wheeler be Wheeler. We get to see him use his submission holds that we know. We know the Utilock is probably one of the most interesting um, submission holds that he has on his arsenal. So it's going to be exciting to see that being used. Uh, Josh Woods has gotten a couple looks on AEW Dark. He picked up his one in his last outing on Dark. So I know Tony probably has an eye on him as well. So this could go either way. I think, once again, you know, the one thing about Woods that I've really tried to grasp my head around is, like, what is he trying to be? You know, he had that goofy character with um, Silas Young and uh, two guys, one tag, and then he got part of the, he became part of the foundation uh, rather quickly after that whole dissolved and became pure champion, beating Jonathan Gresham. Um, and he became a little bit more of a serious wrestler. I, nothing against his wrestling ability. It's very good. I just would like to see more consistency with his character. And I think one of the things that, you know, with the help of the guys here that are going to be running uh, Ring of Honor in the future, you're going to see if he decides to stick around and they decide to keep him, you're going to see him become more of the guy that they're going to push forward and want to be, um, you know, focused on a bit more. And I could see him, you know, being a big part of that future if he decides to be and they decide to have him be part of that future. It's an exciting time. Um, This is going to be a full-on, you know, Matt Classic. I think you're going to see a lot of holds. You're going to see a lot of grappling. You're going to see a little bit of uh, World of Sports style. I know Yuta got that from um, Tracy Williams and Drew Gulak, uh, especially. And then, you know, uh, Chuck Taylor and... Orange Cassidy gave him a little bit more liveliness and get a little bit more personality. But I do think you're going to see Yuta really phone, hone in on his work that he did with uh, Drew Gulak and uh, Tracy Williams in this match. And I could see uh, Yuta walking out as new peer champion if they just so desire to pull the trigger and keep that title 
within um, the Ring of Honor ranks. I think it would add an interesting wrinkle if they decided to keep that just because of the uniqueness of the title and it showcases a very good side of wrestling that I think a lot of people underestimate and and forget about just because you're used to the high-flying spot action that you see on TV and even in the independents today. Now, my main event, the possible main event, Jonathan Gresham, Bandito, finally going to happen uh, this Friday at Supercard of Honor. It's supposed to happen uh, Final Battle 2021. It was supposed, I mean, Bandito's had a string of bad luck for the past couple final battles. I do feel that this is a Jonathan Gresham win for a multitude of reasons. Um, one of them being it's heavily rumored that he will be part of the Tony Converse in terms of Ring of Honor AEW. I think he is the right person to lead Ring of Honor in their next chapter. I think he is a good stepping stone, a good final boss type thing. In terms of Ring of Honor, what I mean by that is I think he's one of those people that really can showcase and focus and give a good match to pretty much anyone um, and really bring out the best of them. We saw that with Josh Woods. We saw that with a countless amount of people during his pure title run. Um, that we saw, you know, he had the matches with Yuta that he had. Um, even some of the stuff that he's done on the independence for Beyond with uh, Santana and Ortiz, if you want to talk about what he did with uh, Ortiz and Beyond Santana at Warrior. We've seen him do stuff magic with Blake Christian as recently as a couple of weeks ago in Atlanta for GCW. Um, we've seen him have matches with uh, Josh Alexander. Um, we've seen him have matches, you know. We've seen him do a lot of good things with this run as Ring of Honor champion, bringing in the pure style, running that way. But I think this is going to be a straight-up match. I don't think you're going to see pure rules abide here. We will see the Code of Honor. Of course we will because they respect one another. Um, and I think there's a lot of things going around here where you're going to see good high-flying. You're going to see good technical wrestling. Bandito is a very good technical wrestler. I think a lot of people forget about that, too. But one of the things that he can bring um, is just a lot of energy. And I think this match right here, you know, this is another one up for contention for match of the night. I like that um, a lot of people really appreciate what we can get out of this. Um, I think there's going to be... A very good mix of uh, you know styles in this. It's going to be fast paced. I think we're going to see a very good match here, and I'm excited for it. I, so my feeling is after this match, either Punk, Brian, or both come out to confront uh, Jonathan Gresham. And one of those things is we we've seen Gresham talk about it on you know interviews post-match speeches and stuff like that, that he feels he still needs to become better before he gets to that point. But I think uh, Tony Khan may rush it. I think you're going to see it happen in a Ring of Honor ring. I want it to see it happen in a Ring of Honor ring. It makes, honestly, the most sense for me to see it happen there just because it's a history that these three men share. Uh, they are important parts of Ring of Honor. I, I do think we're going to see that happen in this ring, and I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys are too. 
We're going to have a full preview once we find more matches written up for you on the Countout Network site. Make sure you follow myself on Twitter at SeanTaggart531. Um, make sure you rate, review, subscribe uh, wherever you get your podcast. I know you can rate now on uh, Spotify, so leave a five-star review there. Leave a five-star review and some constructive feedback on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. And make sure you listen to us next week where we'll review this whole damn thing and you know we'll give our thoughts about what we thought about this show just to bring it up because i did mention it on a tweet well we will be covering future shows i think there's a lot of interest in what's going to happen after this show so we're going to still continue covering ring of honor and the tony khan era because to me it's ring of honor we don't know exactly what's going to come out of this but it's still ring of honor and it's a podcast about Ring of Honor, so I'd be lying to myself if I didn't want to cover all this. For you guys here on the Count Up Podcast Network, uh, you can find me, like I said, on Twitter at Sean Taggart 531 I appreciate everyone who's listened. Um, continue listening. We do have a surprise bonus episode coming out this Friday on the uh, paid side. If you guys uh, want to give a subscription over there, it's $5 a month. You get to hear myself and my wife uh, talk about wrestling, but she gets to describe two matches to me, and I have to guess what they are. Let me tell you, it's not what I was expecting. I had a lot of fun, and I think she did too, and I hope you guys have a lot of fun listening to this and that. We'll see you next week. Make sure uh, you review, subscribe, and you listen to everything else on the Count Up Podcast Network because without you guys, we wouldn't be doing this for you, you know? All right. See you next week. This has been a Count Out Podcast. Hi, guys. This is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present or future and you're probably wondering where you can go support us you can find your dose of death podcast on all major podcast platforms especially along with the count out network of podcasts and also you can support us on the count out patreon as we have exclusive content only on the patreon for all of our listeners we hope that you go listen to your dose of death podcast very soon and see you at the shows